Welcome to Brit David Podcasts. We continue our Sunday night sermon series with a message from 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, entitled, An Essential Examination. Exams are not the most looked forward to things. Kids get nervous stomachs on the way to school, and adults dread to the point of white coat syndrome having to go to the doctor. But exams are necessary, and in the end, they are for our own good. Spiritual exams make people uneasy. Like any other exam, we are afraid of what might be found out. But there is a spiritual checkup that God requires of us, an essential examination. Here's Pastor Tim. I don't know. We'll see. God prompts my heart we might take a trip. We'll see. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 is where we are. We're in the book of 2 Corinthians. And let me, uh, let me tell you why I've come to this passage, and it's really because of those same revivals. The Great Awakening, or what we now call the First Great Awakening, was that sweeping revival that first began in England and then made its way to the American colonies in the 1730s and 1740s. One of the men that God greatly used during that time was a man named George Whitfield as a young man, began to preach, and he began in Georgia, in Savannah. In fact, there's still an orphanage that George Whitfield uh, started that's in Savannah. Made his way up the coast, all the way up into primarily into Massachusetts. When George Whitfield was 55 years old, by the way, in that time, the story goes that he preached over 18,000 sermons, and in more locations, and to more people than anybody in the history of Christianity up to that point. No, no TV, no radio, just him and a horseback. Anyway, he's 55. And Whitfield was in terrible health at this point and continued to preach. Some of his friends and some of his doctors both told him that he needed to slow down and rest, but he simply would not do that. When he was too tired to preach, he just preached anyway. He just, he just buckled down and bore through it. In September of 1770, he was getting increasingly worse. And getting towards the end of that on the 29th of September, he made his way to Exeter, New Hampshire, where he was scheduled to preach. <clears throat> Most of the places, however, that George Whitfield went, churches and buildings couldn't hold him anymore. Couldn't hold the crowds anymore. So George Whitfield had a barrel that was set up on Front Street. By the way, there's a monument there in Exeter, New Hampshire now. Because it was his last sermon. As he got ready to get up and people had to help him up on the barrel, somebody told him that he was more fit for bed and for rest than he was to preach. That's what George Whitfield said. It's true. (laughs) That's it. He just said, it's true. And then, the, and then the story goes that he began to say aloud in prayer, Lord, I am weary in thy work, but not of it. If I have not yet finished my course, let me speak for thee but once more and come home and die. He preached that night. And this is one of the reports from an eyewitness Talking about George Whitfield, it says he rose up sluggishly 
and wearily as if worn down and exhausted by his stupendous labors. His face seemed bloated, his voice hoarse, his enunciation heavy. Sentence after sentence was thrown off in rough, disjointed portions without much regard to point or beauty. But then his mind kindled, and his lion-like voice roared to the extremities of his audience. George Whitfield preached for two hours in what this witness refers to as incomparable eloquence and in a tone of thunder. The passage that he preached that night was 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse number 5. When he was finished, he got on his horseback and rode the 20 miles down into Massachusetts to stay at the home of a fellow preacher. He spoke to the crowd that gathered there. You, you know, we read, sometimes we're going through the Gospels, we see that crowd that continues to follow Jesus. Well, this crowd just follows him wherever he goes and wants to hear something from him, even though it's time for bed. So he spoke to them. And then he went to bed. And then he went to heaven. If 2 Corinthians chapter 13, 5 is so important that one of the greatest preachers in the entire world used it for his very last message, we can't not go to 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse number 5. Are you there? The Bible says, examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Prove yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. There are six truths I want to share with you about this verse. About this essential spiritual examination that we are to take. There's six. Number one, a spiritual checkup is important. <clears throat> a spiritual checkup is important. It is indeed an essential examination. Whether you're having a crisis of faith or you're not, it's important to examine yourself. It's, it's, it's important to prove yourselves as to whether you're in the faith or not. We're used to exams. We're used to those kinds of checkups on our bodies every single year as we go to the doctor just to make sure that things haven't changed, that something is still okay with us. Now, if something's not okay, you're not going to wait for that yearly annual appointment. You're going to go. If, you've, if you're having chest pains and shortness of breath, you're headed to the emergency room. Right? If you have, if you've been in some kind of an accident, if you've got something broken or some other tragedy, you're headed to the hospital. If you've got a toothache, you're headed to the dentist. If you've got eye trouble, you're headed to the eye doctor. I mean, even if your pet gets sick, you're headed to a veterinarian, right? So if your soul aches, Shouldn't you go see the great physician? 
Is he not the right one to do something for you? You and I have been around long enough to know that Baptists don't like this verse. And the Baptists don't like this subject. Somewhere along the line, we are offended when somebody asks us a question about whether or not we really are saved. Why does that bother us? Let me tell you what I think. Let me tell you what I think from experience. People are offended by that question when they are walking outside the will of God. People who are walking with God aren't offended by the gospel. But people who are not walking with the Lord are indeed offended by the gospel. So as we work our way through this passage today, don't, don't be that person who discounts this verse because you only think of God in terms of His love and of His mercy and of His compassion, but yet reject the idea that He is just and holy. Don't be the person who discounts this verse simply because you prefer to think positively. And, and you're like the ones that Jeremiah talks about. You cry out, peace, peace, when really there is no peace. Don't, don't discount this verse just because you want things to be okay or because you're embarrassed over a particular sin. Or because uh, you give more weight to something else than this. Paul comes to the end of this letter to the, to, the Corinthian, to the Corinthian church. And tells them after all of these things that they've dealt with. Which has been horrendous. It, it, it's been the most worldly church that Paul has had to deal with. So he looks at them and he says... Examine yourselves as to whether you're in the faith. Prove yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? So any hesitation that you have about this verse, lay it aside. And ask the Spirit of God to take that verse Apply it directly to your heart. Go to Him and ask Him for truth and transparency. It's important. A spiritual checkup is important. This verse is important. Number two. A spiritual checkup is not only important, it's individual. It's individual. In the same way that you have to go into the doctor's office by yourself, you have to do this checkup by yourself. It may be like Smokey the Bear, right? Only you. Only you get to do this spiritual checkup. Your mama can't do it for you. You might think your mother-in-law was really good at pointing out your faults, but that's not her job either. This is between you and the Lord. Every exam is an individual exam. There's no such thing as a group project when it comes to examining yourself. The Bible says examine, what's he say? Examine yourselves. Prove yourselves. You have to do this. The problem that we find ourselves in is not that we're not good at examining. We've just become experts at examining one another. 
we see one another and we see what's going on in their life and it's so easy to pick out that speck. Jesus warned, it, warned us, didn't he? Don't worry so much about somebody else's speck. You worry about your own log. Is there a time to worry about the speck? Absolutely. But you better make sure that you take care of those things that are in your own life first. So we can always find somebody who's worse off than we are. Somebody who's a worse sinner. Somebody who's a bigger fraud, or at least we think that they are. When we find that person, it makes us feel better about ourselves. It makes us feel better about our relationship with God. But on Judgment Day, God's not going to pull up somebody else and stand them next to you. And He's not going to say, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. And he's not going to look at you and say, okay, well, you know, I mean, here are the pros on this one. Here's the cons on this one. He's never going to compare you with anybody else. If there's any comparison that gets made, it's the comparison with Jesus himself. And so God says to be holy, for I am holy. If you're looking for a standard, that's the standard. Join us tomorrow as Pastor Tim continues his message, An Essential Examination from 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus Christ is your Savior and Lord. That address is churchoffice at brittdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Britt David Podcast.